to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. You're looking great this morning, church. And if there's anyone new here this morning, or for all the new people that are here this morning, we want to give you a huge welcome. So come on, church, let's welcome all the new people. And a massive welcome to all those joining us online. If you're new joining us online this morning, take that as your welcome as well. There was a lorry driver who was taking a load of 500 penguins to the zoo. Unfortunately, his lorry broke down. He eventually flagged down another lorry and offered the driver £500 to take them to the zoo, take the penguins to the zoo. The next day, the first lorry driver, who'd got his lorry fixed, drove into the local town. He couldn't believe his eyes. There, straight in front of him, in front of his eyes, was the second lorry driver crossing the road with 500 penguins waddling in single file, a bit like, you know, Mary Poppins style. <laughs> he jumped out of his lorry, ran up to the man and said, what are you doing? I gave you 500 pounds to take these penguins to the zoo. To which the man responded, I did take them to the zoo, but I had enough money left over, so now we are going to the cinema. I thought that was hilarious. My sense of humour. But that man didn't fully understand what he was supposed to be doing. Likewise, we can sometimes be unsure about our sense of purpose. And although we have passion to see change, we can be in a situation where we don't fully know what to do to bring about that change. If we don't understand how to bring about the change necessary then we end up wandering through life aimlessly. We don't fully see change in our lives that God desires for each one of us. And we don't know what God's desire is for our lives and end up being same old, same old, rather than embracing the great destiny that God has for each one of us. I believe that God wants us to achieve all that he has for us. This morning, I want to take a look at how to set your new year up to succeed and fulfil the plans that God has for each one of us because he's got great plans for your life. In Isaiah 54, verses 1 and 2, it says, Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labour. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your your curtain tents wide. Yes, what? Tent curtains wide, yeah. I know know what I meant. You know what I meant, didn't you? Yeah. Don't hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. 
the woman in these verses was preparing for God to take her into the plans he has for her life. What are the plans and purposes that God has for you that you need to sing over today? Things that aren't always straightforward. There's sometimes battle that you have to fight before the miracle comes. But we know that God is victorious in every battle. I believe that if we look at this woman as an example, she was doing three things before she moved into the, to the dreams and desires that God had for her life. She was a great example to which we can follow to see our dreams and desires fulfilled and to set us up to succeed this new year. Firstly, she was declaring. She believed for the miracle. I believe the first thing that we need to do is declare that the miracle will happen. Declare that we will succeed. God is a God of miracles. He can do far more than you can ask or imagine. I know that in our lives that we've seen God do miracles. In 2017, God not only healed Paul once, but he healed him twice. Once when I was told he would die, and then also when he had Bell's palsy, which was quite funny, actually. I just had that picture in my mind. Sorry, sweetheart. But Bell's palsy was, because it was the, the worst type that he could have had, was meant to take months for him to heal. But instead it took weeks. So church, be positive with your confession. As we change our view of the way we see things, our outlook changes. I believe that God wants us to realise the power of praise. Praise is so powerful, it can change circumstances and situations. In the book of Joshua, it tells us that praise can cause walls to fall down. Praise can stop the fury of fire, which it talks about in the book of Daniel. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were thrown into the fire, but they weren't burned. Praise can quench the appetite of a lion, which again it talks about in Daniel. There is power in praise, and this woman in Isaiah 54 had recognised this. We need to learn how to praise our God in the midst of our circumstances, in the midst of our confusion, and in the midst of our crisis. There are so many reasons to praise God. Praise him because he is my deliverer. Praise God because he has changed my situation so many times. Praise God that he has given me eternal life. Praise God that he never leaves us. Praise God that he sent his only son to die for each one of us. God wants us to have an attitude of gratitude and praise him. And as we do, we will see how powerful praise is. The second thing this woman did, she was aware of what God wanted for her life and how God wanted her and us to react. The truth is that this woman was aware that God had a greater story for her life. Her life told one story, but she knew that God had a greater story. The same is true for you and for me too. Our lives tell one story, 
But God has got a greater story for us and wants us to move into that greater story. This woman in Isaiah 54 was also aware of what God wanted for her life. And in praising God, she knew how to react in situations. She didn't spend most of her time grumbling about her fate, saying, woe is me, but she changed her thoughts. If you have an attitude of gratitude, you'll see transformation and set your life up to succeed. When you live a life of praise, it changes the way you look at things. We need to think the way that God thinks about our situation, about our lives, and look at the things from God's perspective. At 7pm on October the 20th, 1968, a few thousand spectators remained in the Mexico City Olympic Stadium. It was cool and it was dark. The last marathon runners, each exhausted, were being carried off to first aid stations. More than an hour earlier, an Ethiopian had crossed the finish line, the winner of the 26-mile, 385-yard event. As the remaining spectators prepared to leave, those sitting near the marathon gates suddenly heard the sound of sirens and police whistles. All eyes turned to the gate. A lone figure wearing the colours of Tanzania entered the stadium. His name was John Stephen Aquari. He was the last man to finish the marathon his leg bloodied and bandaged. Severely injured in a fall, he grimaced with each step. He hobbled around the 400-metre track. The spectators rose and applauded him as if he was the winner. After crossing the finish line, Aquari slowly walked off, slowly walked off the field without turning to the cheering crowd. In view of his injuries, And having no chance of winning, someone asked him, why did you just not quit? He replied, my country did not send me 7,000 miles to start the race. They sent me 7,000 miles to finish it. In Proverbs 24 and verse 16, it says, for the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. I believe that God wants us to finish what he set us up for, to finish what he started. God always destined you to succeed. You just need to believe it. God didn't spare you from all the things you've gone through just so that you're content with the same old, same old. God had a purpose for you, a plan and a destiny for each one of you. I certainly know he did for me. I wasn't meant to be here. I wasn't meant to live when I was born. When my mum was pregnant, they said she'd got fibroids and that she wasn't pregnant. They were so convinced that they admitted her to have the fibroids removed and a hysterectomy at the same time. As they started to operate, they realised she was pregnant and ended up delivering me early. I was two pound when I was born. That's why I've got this. 
That is what I weighed. Well, just under that. And I've even put a face on it, like. That's me. So, yeah, I was just under, well, just under the weight of that bag of sugar when I was born. I spent the first three months of my life in hospital. I wasn't meant to live, but God knew even then that he'd got things lined up for me to do. He had a purpose and a destiny for me, even before I was born. And he does you. He has a purpose and a destiny that he's set up before you were even thought of. God has plans for your life. He has a purpose and a destiny that's just for you. It's not for anyone else, but it's just for you. You just have to believe it and live with the knowledge of this. You can't live someone else's destiny and purpose. That's not what God desired for you. God desired a purpose and a destiny just for you. It's time to take those thoughts of I'm not good enough and the doubts captive and speak words of life and purpose over you. God is constantly doing that. He's constantly speaking life and purpose over your life. You just need to realise it and live it out. And then finally, I believe that this woman in Isaiah 54 prepared for the miracle. She prepared to succeed. What do you need to do or start doing to prepare for all that God has for you? This woman was told in Isaiah 54 verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. We need to make room for the miracle. Make room for God to use us and for us to see success. Strengthen our stakes. Make strong the things that are crucial in our lives. The word of God, prayer, being in God's house, knowing the things that God thinks about each one of us. These are all the stakes that make us strong. These are the things that support us in times of crisis. So this morning, church, what are the things that are cluttering our lives? The things that mean there is no God, uh, no God, no room for what God wants to do. Are there things that you need to get rid of? Do you need to get rid of bitterness, hurt, rejection, negativity? These are all things that can clutter up our lives, which mean that there's no room for God to use us and for us to see our miracle and to succeed and see our purpose fulfilled. Even if you've been hurt in the past, if past rejection has left you bitter and negative, that's where God wants you to leave it in the past he wants us to look forward to move on God wants us to make room in our lives to make room for him to move and for him to move in us and move us into the purpose and destiny that he's got for each one of us 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 says we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God And we take captive every thought 
to make it obedient to Christ. God wants us to take captive those thoughts, to live according to how he wants us to live. We're not meant to live with negative thinking, but to live knowing that God wants us to succeed. So let's take those thoughts captive. Let's make room for God and move forward into all that he has for each one of us. Let's live with an attitude of gratitude, praising God not just for what he's already done, but let's set ourselves up to succeed by declaring the goodness of God for what he will do today, this week, this month, this year in each one of our lives. God wants us to be aware of what he wants us what he wants to do in each of our lives and one thing I definitely know is God wants you to succeed and to live a life of purpose so always seek God and find out what his desire is for your life be aware by knowing his heart for your life and for your future Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Imagine, church, if we decided this year to live a life with confidence, knowing that God wants to set us up to win, to succeed in our lives. Think of the things that we could see changed, not just in our own lives, but as we win, then we can impact the lives of those around us and see God's goodness in our land. That means in our homes, in our church, in our workplace, the places where we live. We could see transformation in the places that God has called us to. So church, let's decide today that we're going to believe and see the goodness of God, that we are going to see ourselves succeed. And as we set our new year up to succeed, we will see what God can do through you. As I was preparing this, I just felt as though God had given me a few words for people. Katie, Katie Wells, I believe God wants you to know that people have tried to contain you. They've tried to put you in a box, a mould that they think that you should be in. But God says you're not meant to be in a mould. You're not meant to be in a box. God has made you unique. Be unique. Celebrate your uniqueness. Because God hasn't made you to be contained, but he's made you unique. I also, this is a word for someone, and I shared this in the the earlier service. I believe that God has gone before you. He's made a way where there's sent to be no way. You've asked, will I get through this? Will I survive? But God wants to let you know, I've gone before you. I've made a path. I've made a way through. And you will get through this. And then Amy. Sorry, I'm probably going to make you cry, Amy. Amy, I believe God wants to give you songs. Songs that are going to impact lives. Original songs. I saw the thing on your t-shirt that says the original and that is what God's going to do with you he's going to give you songs that are original 
I believe you've fought many battles. I'm going to cry as well. I'm, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to be contained. That's not going to work, is it? But I believe you've fought many battles. And God says, I'm going to use those battles. Because out of those... Out of those battles, it's going to come praise. And it's going to come songs. And you're going to see many, many, many lives impacted by the result of your songs that God is going to give you. I'm going to try and pray now. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, that you want to set us up to succeed, that you want us to win. And I pray, Lord, as we go into this new year, this 2020, Lord, I pray that we'll see your goodness in the land. And Lord, I pray for Katie. I pray, Lord, that she'll celebrate that uniqueness. I pray, Lord, for whoever that person is who's been battling, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you'll give them confidence in knowing that you've made a way. And I pray for Amy. I pray, Lord, that those songs will come flooding out of her life. And we will see great songs and great many lives impacted because of the result of that. In Jesus' name. Let's worship. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.